0: And I think upon your goodness And your faithfulness each day Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor John Joseph John Joseph is a pastor, teacher and an evangelist of this world He's the father of Ragouche Chapel, a thriving church in the heart of Lagos, Nigeria Be blessed for you listening to this message
1: Thank you because you love us. Thank you because you care. Thank you because of what you are doing. Thank you for what you did in the morning. And thank you for what you are going to do this night. I bless you because your word is here. And your word is life. Tonight I ask. That the revelation of your word will come to us afresh. Thank you for what you are going to do, Father. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Shout Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Alright. Now, tonight I want to share with you on how to build your faith. To receive from God, how to build your faith. How to build your faith. What I'm about to share with you is something that goes beyond this service tonight, which is this healing and deliverance service, and we also is a communion service, communion of healing, let's call it, it should be something that will become a lifetime. So I'm sharing with you something that will help you build, develop your faith. So you can call it how to develop your faith. You can call it how to build your faith. So it's important for you to pay attention. Because, like I told you in the morning, don't seek healing, seek the healer. Because when you seek the you seek healing today, maybe what you maybe what you are believing God for is to heal headache. What will then happen if you have stomach ache? But when you have the healer, there is healer is the one that will heal headache, that will heal stomach pain, that will heal even physical ailment, and the one that is non-physical. Because you know the healer. Do you understand? So it is important for us to understand how we can build our faith. If there is anything... Most of us need to know be intentional about is to be intentional in building your faith, Moses. So Hebrews chapter 11, verse one. Hebrews 11 from verse one. Now, faith is the substance. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Then it went on to say the evidence of things not seen. I know some of us are aware of this. Then verse then says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he eats. Now, it's not just saying that God he exists here. he must believe that God is a person. That's what I've been sharing with you. Not a power. The Holy Spirit is a person, not a power. He's not an influence. Even though he exerts influence, he's a person. Always have this. So in that comment to God, anytime you are coming to God, have the mind that you are coming to a person. And it means God has emotions. It means God has a will. It means God have intellect. That's what makes a person so when you say father you are reminding yourself of the greatest relationship you have with God which is that of a person. That God is not a power. When you relate to him as a power you will always want to use him and dump him. You will not care about making God happy. You will not care about showing God love. God wants you to show him love. That is why he said the first commandment and the greatest commandment is thou shalt love. So who says you cannot show God love? If God does not have an emotion, how can you show him love? If he cannot feel love, then he will not have asked you to love him. Someone that cannot feel love cannot ask you to love him. This wood cannot ask me to love him. So when the Bible says that the greatest commandment and the first commandment is that thou shall love the Lord your God, it means God can feel your love. And when you love him, he knows it. And God wants to feel your love. Now this is the first and greatest commandment. So anyone that is approaching God. Must come with a heart full of love. That man cannot go back disappointed. Because it's the greatest commandment that matters to him. It's the first and greatest commandment. Mark chapter 12 verse 30. So whatever will make you love him more. Or whatever you will do to express your love. Should be one of the topmost things in your heart. Thou shalt love. Thou shalt love. But unfortunately, most Christians don't care to love God. We care for God to meet our needs. Power. We care for God to provide for us with His power. We care for God to help us in crisis. So we want power, 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 God. And in fact, when they say something like, that man of God is powerful, you prefer to hear that one than to hear that man of God is full of the love of God. So an average person, will will, will that's a powerful man of God, is different from saying, that is a man of God that loves God. By default, people will prefer to go for the one that that is deemed as a powerful man of God Not as the one that is a love-filled man of God. But let me tell you something. Love being God produces more than power. It gives relationship. That is why you will not be able to comprehend as to why so many gifted people no longer have relationship with God after some time. Because all they want and enjoy from Him is His power. So, they use his power, they achieve this aim, but they forget about the God behind the power. Is somebody hearing me? Is somebody with me this evening? Now, let's go back to the definition of faith again. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Most of the time, when people want to receive from God, especially healing, they hope for healing. Not having faith for healing. Most Christians are walking in hope and not in faith because both of them look alike. But I will tell you the major difference between them. Are you with me? Most people are walking in hope. So even when people are praying to God, what they have is hope, not faith. But most Christians are not able to differentiate between hope and faith. So the Bible says, now, faith is the substance of the things you are hoping for, Two things. So there is hope and there is a substance that validates your hope. I'm going to explain better. Now let's look at what hope is first. When the Bible says, if you go and check, what does it say? The expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. The word expectation there is hope. The hope. The hope of the righteous. Hope means to have confidence in. To have confidence. To to have confidence. Hope means to trust. So in other words, Hope is confident expectation of good tomorrow or in the future. Hope means to trust. Hope means to have confidence. So when you look at it, hope is simply possibility thinking. Is it possible you are going to see tomorrow? There is someone who says, I hope so, right? I hope to see tomorrow. Is it possible to get a job this year? I hope so. Is it possible for God to heal your disease? I hope so. So hope keeps us alive because we are expecting good in the future. But you don't receive from God true hope. Hope is a thing of the mind. That's why I call it possibility thinking. Hope is a thing of the mind. Faith is a thing of the heart. Is somebody with me? What is faith? Faith simply means a sure persuasion or conviction of the truth of God's word. A sure persuasion or conviction of the truth of God's word. What is faith? A sure persuasion or conviction in your heart you are convicted in your heart of the truth of God's word. That is faith. What is hope? Confidence, expectation of good in the future. What is hope? To trust. What is hope? To have confidence. So listen to me. Hope is to trust. But the question is, everybody can have hope. But not everybody can have faith. What you are open in is what determines whether you have faith in God or not. So, you realize when I said hope is to trust, hope is to have confidence. But you realize that you cannot just say, I am having confidence, I am trusting. The person will ask, what are you trusting in? Is that not the case? If you say, I I trust, the right thing for me to ask, in what? Because trust cannot just stand. You must trust in something. I have confidence. In what? Do you understand now? So when even though you are expecting something, you have confidence that you are going to expect good tomorrow, the way I put it here, I said, Expectation it is confident expectation of good in the future. The question is, what is your expectation founded on? So, if your expectation is founded on your strength because somebody promised you something, yeah, that is not faith in God. Because faith is conviction of the truth of God's word, faith is you are persuaded of the truth of God's word. So, when the Bible says that faith is the substance of the things hoped for, in other words, the confidence you have is in the truth of God's word. That substance we are talking about now is God's word, that the the word of God is truth, that the word of God is not a lie, that God and his word are one. God does not say what he cannot do. You are convinced in your heart, convicted in your heart, that God cannot lie. So because of that, you hope in his word. So if you are believing God for healing, can God heal you? Yes, I know God can heal you. Now you have confidence that God can heal you. Why do you believe that God can heal you? Because his word says so not because you feel so not because the doctor says so, not because it's not an incurable disease or a curable disease but God's word says by his stripes I am healed is somebody getting what I'm trying to define hope deals with the future faith deals with now Hope deals with the future. Faith deals with now. So whatever you are believing God for tomorrow, or to add that you don't have, will be you will get it based on what you are believing on now. So faith is now. Now, faith is, you know, what I have God's word. So the foundation with which I am launching out for my tomorrow is not my strength, but God's word. That's why the Bible says that the expectation, the hope of the righteous, because the righteous faith is in God's word. So faith is founded in God's word. Anytime you are believing God for something, and there is no basis for the word of God, why you are believing God, You cannot say why you are believing God for based on the word of God. What you have is hope. How do you know that God will heal you? You just say God's word says so. Which of God's word are you believing God? You don't have it. You you don't know it. You have hope. Because there must be a substance that your hope is founded on to make it work for you. Hope and faith work together. There are by hope, faith and love. So hope is one, faith is one. They are two brothers. Faith needs hope. Hope needs faith. But your faith in the word of God should be what is producing your hope. Are you now with me? Your faith in the word of God should be what is producing your hope. Not, so you don't start by open, you start with faith. So for instance, why people don't receive their healing? Because it's not founded on the word of God. Or people generally, why people don't receive? So let's say somebody needs healing for headache, for instance, now. So this man comes to God, and he's prayed for. He hears the word of God like this. And um, he said he has received. He, he said, Amen. Goes back to his seat. The devil then tests him whether he knows what has happened to him. Maybe the headache was before. After he was prayed for, the headache changed to. Was a Then, this is where We are now going to know whether it's hope or faith Then the devil talks Maybe he has even come to give testimony Oh, I thank God I was in the service And I was prayed for And my headache was gone God has healed me But now, from the moment he dropped the mic He went for his seat The headache that was good it's like he has now gone to look for the devil's trouble. Then the thing is now ka, 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 ka. Then the flesh comes in. Sister Janet. I thought you said God has healed you. But look at it. The headache is even getting worse. And Sister Janet will say, It's true, it's true. It's true. Ah, my head. Ah, ah, ah. And before you know it, get me panado. I can't, I can't fit it again. Go and look for the nearest. Do you know what happened to Sister Janet? Sister Janet was not actually persuaded or convicted of God's word. Because the Bible says that whenever you hear the word of God or receive it, the enemy will come and steal it from your hearts. If you are believing God for anything. So even when you receive something from God, the devil is there after you have received it to just steal it. Go back to Genesis chapter three. Did God say that if you eat this food, you shall surely die? He played the mind game on them, and it was he began to roll the fruits. Did God say if you eat this food, you shall surely die? Then the man, be, because he began to consider what the devil was saying and lost focus on what God said, the devil twisted it. And that was the fall of man. Because man was not convicted in his heart, was not persuaded that what God said was true. So when the devil stepped in, he quickly followed. And that was the fall of man. Go back to Luke chapter 4. He said to Jesus, the God." he began to quote scripture turn this stone to bread. This is what the word of God said. And Jesus said, I know better. So so the problem is, if you are waiting to feel it, you will lose it. Because God is not a feeling. God is a spirit. He's a person. But he's a spirit. So even when the headache is there, you tell that devil, I believe I am healed. Why? Why? because God's word says so. I don't have the physical evidence but I believe and I believe because God's word says so that settles it. This is what it means to have faith, confidence in God's word. Trust in the truth of God's word you believe even against all contrary evidence that was why Abraham is called the father of faith the bible said he did not consider Romans chapter 4 he did not consider the, the deadness of his body neither did he consider the deadness of Sarah's womb in other words everything about his feeling was not showing good sign he looked no erection he looked menopause no message anymore Every evidence shows that he can no longer father a child. But yet, Abraham believed that God said, I'm going to be a father of a child. He entered with his wife. Nothing was happening. But he have, something does not have to happen physically. Before I believe. You believe to see it physically. It is the word of God. In John chapter 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the word and the word was with God, your miracle always begins with the word. In the beginning of every miracle was the word. And that word was with God. And that word is God. God is his word. And the word then became what? Flesh. The word will not come to you as flesh, but will become flesh as you keep having faith in his word. In the beginning of your healing was the Word. You receive that Word. You believe that Word. And this Word, you believe because God, this is God's Word, was with God, and the Word was God. You believe that God and His Word, they are one. Then then your miracle will go to the next stage, and the Word will become flesh in your life. Because you believe you have that job, then you get the call for the job. You believe you have your healing. You, sometimes your healing is instantaneous. That is a miracle. That's why it's called a miracle. But often time, most time healing comes gradually. As you keep believing the word of God. As you wake up and the editor is sitting there and say, no, I am healed. I am healed. The Lord has healed me by His stripes. I am healed. Day one by His stripes I am healed. Day two by His stripes I am healed. Hallelujah! God has healed me. This sickness is not there anymore. I have my job. I am no longer jobless. Oh, I am blessed. I God's what says so. I have seen that all my needs are met. But yet there is no money in your pocket. You tell yourself the word will become flesh as I keep exercising my faith. Oh, somebody put your hand together for Jesus. So you realize that God's word did not start out as flesh. God's word becomes flesh. It will always become flesh to those who believe. God's word will always, always become flesh to those who believe. I've been having a particular pain for Over three years on my right leg. As I began to study on healing, I knew where I was getting it wrong. So, some time ago, I read the word of God. I took hold of that word. And I entered my room. And I said to myself, Now, Lord, you know I believe that you have healed me. So I jumped up. I jumped up. When I jumped up, the pain returned and said, I, said, I am healed. You see, when you believe, God knows when you believe. When you believe, God said, I have seen it. The next day, the pain was there. But do you know what I observed? Before, it used to pain me all around, but it's now as though it moved to one side. I said, you see, that is it. it. You have to act thank you, Lord, it's getting better. Thank you, Lord, it's getting better. Sometimes you cannot lift the two hands. Now you can lift... One, oh, thank you, Jesus. It's getting better. Oh, my healing is manifested. Sometimes you cannot even read for five minutes at all, at all. But now you are reading for two minutes without the glasses. Thank you, Jesus. My healing is manifested. My healing is manifested. Sometimes you wake up before nothing happens, but now something is happening. Begin to acknowledge that thing that is happening. Do you want become the word? will become flesh fully. Is somebody with me? This is the basis for our faith. Now, I said, well, how do you then build your faith from who receive that which you believe God for so that it begins to manifest in your life? You build your faith through the art of hearing. You build your faith by hearing. And I'm going to share something briefly with you right now because most of us have taken this part for granted. Hearing. Hearing. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, So then faith cometh. You see, when you come to church, one of the things you are doing, in case you don't know, is that you are you are building your faith every time you open your ears to hear the word of God. But most of us think that we just come to church to see them. Say, so then faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. God. Now let me say this to you. Do you know that God's word was not the let me put it God's God's word was actually designed to be heard and not to be read. Mm. Yes, listen to me. The audience that the word of God was addressed to were initially all hearers and none of them were readers apart from the priests and the scribes. We did, it was Wycliffe later on in England that translated the Bible and the protestant movement began to say, now why is it that only the priests, do you know that they were burning people for for, for having a copy of the Bible? It was a taboo for people to have Bible. John Wycliffe was the one that began to make the Bible available in every home. The Bible was only made available for the priests. And you don't blame them because from Genesis, that was how God related. There was no writing material in the Garden of Eden. Everything was by voice. God was just speaking to them. It was later you have people like the scribes that began to write it down. Now when they write it down, the way it, the church set not the way we have it today now, people don't go to church with their personal Bible. It was later it started, going to church with personal Bible. There was nothing like personal Bible even throughout the law of Moses, throughout the days of Jesus, all through the time of Jesus, and the apostles, there was nobody that, has a, that had a Bible. Nobody had a Bible. How then were they copying The word of God was just meant for, to be heard. Let me give you a typical example. Look to Luke chapter 4. This is how the synagogue was. You will see it in this story. Luke chapter 4. This is Jesus now. And he came to Nazareth where verse 16, Luke 4 16. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. Watch now. Jesus was standing up to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. Now the way they have it is not the way we have it today. It was in a scroll. They put it in a scroll. So Isaiah was alone. Jeremiah, so there would be plenty of scroll. They don't have it compact the way we have it like this. So now follow now. So they gave him one scroll. And this scroll, Jesus opened it and he saw the book of Isaiah there. Now look at it now. Verse 18. Okay, no, verse 17, continue. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, to deliverance to the captive, recovering of sight of the blind, and set at liberty that them that are bruised. Verse 20 then says, and he closed, watch it now, and he closed the book and gave it back to the minister and sat down. Do you see now? And the eyes of all them were in the synagogue, were fasting on him. Do you see how the setting was? So what happens is that the priest or the rabbi will come, just like I'm doing, read the word of God and begin to speak to the people. When you joke with the act of hearing, you are joking with your faith life. That is why the Bible says faith cometh by hearing. Because the word of God is designed to be heard. Even when you are reading, you read to hear you will need to hear the voice behind it. You read need to hear. Most people, to, most Christians today, they are not investing in hearing. And that is why their faith life is dying. So God's word was primarily written for hearers. Number two, now I'm sharing with you How to build your faith through the heart of hearing. Number two. The move of God is connected to his voice. When God was coming to Adam, Genesis 3 verse 8, look at it. Genesis 3 verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord. They heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden In the cool of the day. Now do you understand when the Bible now says faith cometh by hearing? The Bible said Adam heard the voice of God, the voice of faith walking in the cool of the day. They heard the voice. They heard the voice. God came to Adam and Eve as a voice. As a voice. They heard the voice walking. You've not heard the voice of God this past week. Something is wrong. You get the messages and begin to soak it in. That is how to build your faith. Number three, the revelation of God is connected to a voice. The revelation of God is connected to a voice, why you must develop the art of hearing, build your faith through the art of hearing. Direct, you cannot know God until you begin to give room for His voice in your life. You open your ears to so begin to hear Him. Look at it, first King chapter 19, verse 12. The Bible said, He came to Elijah. In a still small voice. A still. He revealed himself to Elijah by a voice. A still small voice. Number four. Hearing is the basis of developing your faith in God. Of course, Romans chapter 10 verse 17. If you want to develop your faith in God, you must become someone who hears the word of God. Hears the word, hears the word, hears the word. Hearing is the basis of developing your faith in God. Romans ten seventeen, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word. Do you know why I love this message? Because even those who say they cannot read or write, that is why God is so particular about hearing. Because there was no teacher to teach Adam to read or write. And yet, he related with the voice of God. And he got to know God. If you don't know God, it's because you are not investing in hearing. Not because you cannot read or write. Because you have forsaken the art of hearing. Number one. Five. The Spirit of God speaks. The Spirit of God is a voice. He speaks. The Spirit of God speaks. It's not a voice. It's a person. But the Spirit of God has a voice and He speaks. The Spirit of God has a voice and He speaks. In Revelation chapter, between Revelation chapter 2 and Revelation chapter 3, you hear the word, He, the heart, hear. Let him hear. He, that heart, hear. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Revelation chapter 2 verse 7 Revelation chapter 2, verse 11. Re- Revelation chapter 2, verse 17. Revelation chapter 2, verse 29. Revelation chapter 3, verse 6. And Revelation chapter 3, verse 13. I will take it again. Revelation 2, 7. 2, 11. 2, 17. 2, 3, 6. 3, 13. All saying the same thing. either art here. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying. So you are not, you don't have a message you are listening to. You will not plug in the microphone in your ear or whatever in your ear and start hearing what the Spirit is saying and you say you want to build your faith. No, you are kidding me. You are kidding me. You are kidding me. You must be a professional in hearing. There is you see, there is no, if you're ever around me, there is no day I don't hear. Even when I'm reading, I'm hearing. Because hearing is powerful. That is the primary way God communicates. Not through reading. Reading is good, but you read to hear. But hearing is God was God's first choice of communication, even before the first black and white ever existed. But today we have neglected the art of hearing and concentrated solely on reading. Now, reading—when you read, his voice wants to come to you to hear it. So you also read. Don't ever do away with reading. Don't ever do away with reading. But I'm saying to you from today: develop the art of what hearing. Number what? Six, I will give you seven. Hearing is one of the keys to experiencing greater works. Hearing is one of the keys to experiencing greater works in your life. Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 12, The works that I do, you shall do also. Greater works than these. How are we going to do greater works? Because there are more ways we can hear the word of God now than there used to be. We don't need to go to the synagogue alone to hear it now. You can hear it from your phone. You can hear it on your CD. You can hear it on your car, from your car. You can hear it using... There are more mediums in our generation to hear the word of God than any other generation. From TV, from radio, from... And yet, people are not doing greater works because they are not paying attention to hearing. Last but not the least, you cannot experience communion with Jesus without first hearing his voice. You cannot experience communion with Jesus without first hearing his voice. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, it says. I stand on the door on the door and knock. If any man hear my voice. If any man hear my voice, God is standing on the door on Monday. Say now, Mama, hear my voice. Brother, hear my voice. Everywhere you go, always have a way of hearing God's word. This is it because faith will keep coming to you the more you hear his word? Every Christian that wants to explain victory must hear his word. Oh, listen to me. Listen very well. Watch anyone who has developed the act of hearing God's word. You will notice that their life begins to change very fast. Because you see, there are different things that can conduct electricity. Hearing transmits the spirit very fast. Why? Because John chapter 6 verse 3 says, The words I speak unto you. They are what? spirits And like any time you need the Spirit of God, like Luke was it, instant energy. Look for a way of beginning to hear the word of God. Instant energy is made available to you. Because the word of God is a spirit. Say, the words I speak, the words I speak, the words I speak, they are spirits And they are life. You need God to move in your finances. Start hearing messages on finances. You need God to move in your home. Start hearing messages on home. You need God to move in your health. Hear messages on health. You will see how your health will blossom. When you are not hearing, you cut short the move of the spirits. Even Genesis chapter 1. and the, Look at it. And the spirit of God in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, follow me now, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved over the surface of the water, but could not do anything. Even though the Spirit of God was moving, but that Spirit could not even create a fly. Even though the Spirit of God was moving in Genesis 1 verse 2, that Spirit of God could not even make even the smallest star to shine until the voice came. Until the voice came, the Spirit could not act. Until the voice came, the creative power of the Holy Spirit could not move. It was not that the Holy Spirit was not there, but it was an absence of the voice. The Holy Spirit was there all along from Genesis. But it could only move. And you see, God is seeing that you are suffering. God is seeing that things are not working around you. You come to church. You are praying. You are fasting. You are doing everything. But nothing is changing. Nothing will change until you begin to expose yourself to the word, to the spoken word. And the Lord said. When he said the Spirit began to move, Creates when God, even God could not create a fly until He spoke the word. God could not make the sun to shine until the voice came. You want to see more miracles in your life? You see, get messages, wake up in the morning and start playing them and see what will start changing. Everywhere, he said the creative power of the Holy Spirit will begin to move everywhere. The word of God is present. If God could do nothing, the spirit of God could do nothing in Genesis chapter 1 until the voice came. How much more in your life today? Then you understand why your level is not changing. Because there is no voice speaking to your life. There is no voice speaking a, into your finances. Do you know what happened? Even if you are broke than, even if you are more broke than broke, the moment you begin to listen to messages on finances, the voice of prosperity will begin to speak into that poverty. As that voice begins to speak into that financial crisis, you will begin to see something change. Even, you see, you may still not have a job. You may still not have money in the bank. But somehow you see something start changing. that is the creative power of the Holy Ghost. It's not beginning to work in your finances. It's the day you received the first night, was not the day you received it. You actually received it when that voice began to speak when that voice began to speak. You heard the sister that shared her testimony in the morning. She said, she heard what I preached last Sunday. She said, "Let me try it." And she said. God, Father, I need she was given a voice you will not be healed until you put a voice to your healing you you don't imagine healing you don't think healing, you say it you give a voice to it everything must be backed up with a voice it shall have whatsoever is said a voice a voice a voice Start speaking Start opening your ears To hear the voice Is somebody with me in this hour Something is changing from today Oh you can never be sick Another day in your life I say you will never be broke again Another day in your life Because from today Everywhere you turn The voice will start speaking To every aspect your voice will speak to your relationship, speak to your health, speak to your marriage, speak to that crisis The voice will start speaking. Hallelujah. The voice. Now, let me just how do you then receive through the art of hearing? Now you know the why out uh, the importance of the art of hearing. Now go with me to Proverbs 4, verse 20 very quickly. How to receive through what the voice of God. Proverbs chapter four, verse twenty. We are going to read it together first, then we will then break it down. Proverbs 4 20. My son attend to my words, incline thy hear unto my saying. Let them not depart from thy eyes, keep them in the midst of their heart, for their life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Proverbs 4:20 20 to 22. Shares the do's. Then 23 to the last verse, that is 27, shares the don'ts. Go ahead and check it again. Now let's look at how to receive your healing and how to receive your miracle through the voice. Number one, he says, my son, attend to my words. Attend to my words. In other words, pay attention to my words. Let me say this. Go and check. I, I wrote something here. All through the Bible, the primary way to receive healing is by hearing No one became healed without hearing first in the Bible. Yeah. Everyone that ever received healing first heard about healing. The primary way to receive healing is by hearing. Hearing. Faith coming by hearing. Healing coming by hearing. All through the Bible, all the miracles that Jesus ever did in healing somebody, was by hearing. He spoke, they respond. They heard his voice, they respond. There was not one that ever received without first hearing. Not one. So you want to receive from God without hearing? It's not possible. You must pay attention to hearing. Of course, God in his sovereignty, let me not use the word, it's not possible. God in his sovereignty can do things. But primarily, hearing goes before receiving. Always remember. So opening now, he said, "My son, attend." My, it, mean, it means pay attention, pay attention to developing the art of hearing. Do you know that you can never develop the art of listening to gospel without planning for it? I go out for messages every day. I go out to listen to message. There is no in my car, in on my phone, on my iPad, on my, there is no computer I ever have that or any gadget I have, that you will not see messages there. Messages. And listen to me. This is why when you also listen to things that are not godly, it ushers in another spirit into your life. Pay attention to my word. Number two, incline your ear to my saying. Incline thy ear unto my saying. Now, the verb here. To incline your ear to the saying, it means to bend your ears. It means to bend. I know there is no way you will bend your ears that your head will not follow. That is why the Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 19 and 21, it says, receive the engrafted word of God with meekness. It takes humility to develop the heart of hearing, to hear the word of God. Incline your ear. You see, the problem is that a lot of us, when you have received wrong, wrong teachings here and there, as the word of God is coming, you keep, you argue with it. No, you must be humble and say to yourself, if I know something, if if you say you have read a book, and I'm asking you a question about the book, and you cannot answer, you have not read it, or you did not read it well. You know, yesterday I was with my son, and I, I told him, and, that, oh, you are going to be 13 tomorrow. So today is Holy Spirit Day. And I told him, the only way you can, one of the ways you can receive the Holy Spirit is by hearing the word of God. And you have to, so I made him fast and pray. Now, there was a book I gave to him to read, Good Morning, Holy Spirit. And I told him, now read this book. You are going to know the person of the Holy Spirit. You need him before you are 13. And as he began to study, it was, instead he, he, because we was supposed to break our fast by 5 o'clock, but here it was six o'clock. We have not break because he has not finished a particular chapter. So when I said, okay, I, th- I then told him, I said, when you finish chapter four, then we will start praying. Then within seconds, at, at about a minute after I said that, I said, I have finished. I said, ah, what a miracle. So I said, well, so yeah, let's discuss chapter four. When I said, let's discuss chapter four, I said, what does the book say? He said, that they give me more minutes. No, I think this was around five o'clock. He could not not relate what he had read. Do you know that he then had to go back until 6 o'clock before he could now begin to tell me what he had read? If the word of God is not producing results in your life, you have not heard it enough. Simple. If the word of God is not answering questions in that area of your life, be humble to say that I have not heard it enough. If you are sick and you are hearing the word of God on healing, and it's not producing healing in your life, tell yourself, I will keep hearing it until I can a- until I can answer all questions on healing. In other words, until the healing is manifested, I'm not going to stop. We stop too early. We don't pay attention to it. When the service finished, we pack our books and go. Till next Sunday, you are always receiving, receiving, but without paying attention. And the way you can pay attention is he said, there is a message I gave to our leaders. In about five days, I told them, a lot of them, their lives have started changing. In, I told them, I said, I will not give this message to everybody. The only set of people I think I will give the message to again are the new people I want to start training on Saturdays in my new class. Those are the only people that will, I think I will give it to. But it's a, it's a very old message. It's not, it's not, it was, the man, it was not even a Christian, but it was not a preaching message. It's a 19-minute message. I have listened to that message about one hundred times. My wife too, I think. My wife was trying to listen to about maybe we will like listen to over one hundred times every day. And do you know, by listening to that message, I I needed the repeat to change about something, so I did not argue. So I said, "Take this message, listen to it." listen to it, and I said minimum, everybody I give that message to, I said, listen to it minimum of 20 times. It's a 19, 19 minute message. There is no one, one person, on I, those who have not seen results at all at all, are those who have not listened to it for that 20 times and above. No one person, I just did an experiment with a very few people in my inner circle, and I kept giving them this particular 19 minute message. You see, it kept changing their life. You see, there are things that my wife has not been able to achieve for over 15 years that she's achieving in one month. It couldn't be. It couldn't be. God is my witness. If I give you this thing, if we didn't want if you listen to him more than 20 times and your life is not changing, I, I don't think you can ever change again. Is that serious? To tell you how powerful you something. That, just listen to it. You say, Lady P, in the kitchen, she's here. In, in the room, she's there. In the toilet, she's there. Everywhere, at a point. I said, madam, you want to break Guinness record. The person that gave me the message said to me, I have listened to this message more than 1,000 times. The person that gave it to me, introduced me to the message, said, I have listened to it more than 1,000 times. So it is one of the things that turned my life and it's very successful. The person is very successful. One of the top men of God. Said more than 1,000 times. One message. Then I introduced them to another man. Who is a multi-billionaire today. Who had companies all around the world. And I gave them the message of that man again. I said listen to this one too. Minimum of 20 times. The man said... He was so poor that even all his salary for one year, if he didn't remove 50 kobo, cannot pay all his debts. And he has listened, read, listened to a particular voice for 54 years every day. How many years? 54 years. And by discipline himself, to listen to the same voice every day for 54 years. He moved within one year from being broke to having more companies. Within two years, he had company, let's just say within five years, Abby, am I right? He, within five years, he had company not only in his country, but outside of his country. And he said he did not stop for 54 years every day. The same message. Every day for 54 years. Do you see why things are not changing? And when your word comes, you will know. There are times in a service that something is said. You hear a message and something touch your life. That is your word. Go for it. Just go. You, you may not, you see, in the entire service, they ask you, you may not remember everything that was said. But there will be one thing. That will just eat your heart. Boom. That is your word. You see, Bible says, until the word of Joseph came, he never left the prison. Until the word came to Joseph, Joseph never left the prison. When you hear your word, when your own word comes, you will know. Then you stay with that word every day, every day, every day. This message I told you. I've been trying to get extra to achieve something academically for about um, 15 years. When I listened to it again, I think, I just, my idea just, boom! So I went online. Began to look for a school that can offer that course. Last Sunday when I left the service, I was still there. I, I would play the message again. I got, I... Before the, order, before the week runs out. I got my international school abroad that was going to help me the course. And that's it. But you see, for over 10 years, I could not get a school to do this. I did not even know how to go about it. I was not motivated to do it. Your destiny is connected to the voice. Have the discipline. The discipline. To go for the message of your life. You may not know which one. But as you keep listening, you will know when your word will come. And when your word comes, will calls it takuti, tebati, toveti. Look at at this nineteen minutes. message. say, even if you come to ask me, I, I won't give it to you because I told the people that why I only give it to those who are very hungry. That's the criteria. Our dear pastor here, Pastor Joe, at every out of all our leaders, he has a prophetic gift. But all of a sudden I just realized that Pastor Joe does not see vision anymore, does not have dreams anymore. He's moving around like any other person. So about three or four weeks ago, I called him. I said, Your, your prophetic gift is dying. You need to revive it. So I said, if you will do what I'm telling you, God is going to give you that gift will come alive in you again. He says, Sir, what is it? So I got some messages. I got, I said, take these messages. And I told him, every day, listen to this message. By the second week, he first shared a dream with me. The dream had no head or tail. I said, don't worry, it's coming back. It's coming back. By the third week, the thing was becoming clearer. I think by the fourth week, his, the spiritual eyes has come alive again. That he even saw something that I argued with him that that thing was not true. And by the time we investigated, it was true. I said, hey, so I need to be very careful around you now. <laughs> oh yeah, his eyes became open. Bam! He, he starts, I said, "So just keep doing it. And he will tell me, Will every time, he said he's listening to the message, he's listening. he's listening, he's listening pay attention, you are too distracted, that is your problem, you will play for more than listen to message small, how can he profit you
0: no, no
1: you listen to Lagbaja small, then he say oh, no, continue. I Akuku Lagbaja lies your life. don't deceive yourself hot and cold, don't miss darkness and light, don't miss you are, some of you are listening to, you are even reading your Bible, then you are pressing, you are watching Facebook. You See, I am anti Facebook, anti Instagram, anti TikTok, anti all of them now because it's killing people's spirituality very fast. Even when you when you hold your phone and your hand is gone, by default you are you are go and check what your hand do when you're holding it by your phone. Be- before next minute, you are trying to just go online, Facebook, Instagram. Ah, that demon don't catch you. Virus, it don't catch you. For over one year now, you will not see me anyhow on Facebook. The only time, go and cut what I've posted. but see how my spiritual life is. From one year to now. Number three, very quickly we will pray. It's almost 7.30, we need to close. But if somebody be blessed tonight. <laughs> your life will change. I'm telling you, your life is changing. Get the messages. Hmm. Number three, do, number three said, "Let them not depart from thy eyes; let them not depart from your eyes." Look at what Jesus said in Luke chapter eleven. He said, "If your eyes be filled with, no, look, look, eleven. Let me just let's go to Luke eleven. Luke eleven thirty-four. There's a fantastic truth here." The light of the body is the eyes. Therefore, when the eyes are single, thy whole body is also full of light. But when the eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. What you hear and what you see determines what takes place in your life. When your ear is full of worldly things, your life will be full of darkness. Is there Luke 11 34? Is there, and he gave us a warning. Verse 35 said, Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. So, the light in your life as a child of God can become dark by what you hear and by what you are seeing. See the word, hear the word. So, if you don't pay attention now, the power of let them not depart from your eyes is the power of focus. You see, do you realize that when a camera is not well focused, it will not see clearly anymore. You even know, when I'm talking about the heart of hearing, what guides, what guides me in the message I listen to? I ask myself, what do I want? Which area of my life do I need to develop? So if the area that I want to develop, for instance, is my finances, You will see that 80% of the message I will listen to will be on finances. If the area I want to develop is on healing or faith, most of the messages that I would listen to on that period of my life is faith. So I cannot be listening to faith messages, then listen to um, 25 principles on how to get a girl or whatever. They don't marry together. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't know, or twenty-five ways to become the president of Nigeria. You know, I, I, I don't know what to whatever example. But what I am saying that you must employ the power of course. If you need healing, you must listen to messages on healing like never before. Get scriptures. Those of you who want exceptional healing in your area, I, I have a, I have so. Healing um, um, scriptures. Audio message that just the that, that man of God was just reading about two of them. Can again ask one? If you go online, check in um again um, a message on e- healing uh, scriptures. Download it. I have one also from Benahin. Alright. E- healing It's he just there. He will play it. There is no way I'm telling you on that level. Even if you start out as the weakest person, you listen to those scriptures, healing scriptures. He will just start reading the promises of God concerning healing. The promises of God concerning healing. Promise of, just keep playing it. Put it on replay. place. Sleep with it. Wait with it. Eat with it. Wait. There is no way you listen to it about 100 times and whatever sickness is afflicting your life will not disappear. No way! Unless you are not doing it religiously. Because the word of God is a spirit. People right now, don't you realize that something is charging you up? Deep collect unto deep. <laughs> but you this this time you are spending going around talking about it. No, sit down with the word. And just soak it in. Soak in. Just I can give you that one. I will give it to the technical team, ask them for the healing scriptures. Especially the one for Ben Or Kenneth again. I don't I, I think I, I I don't have the one of Kenneth, but I have the one of Ben I have that one. It's just in the scriptures. It will place. I'll tell you, I just want to read the word of God to you. In this, and it's not reading. Make it your message. You cut off every. Until you are desperate, you can't see results. Simple as it is. Until the matter of your life eh, becomes serious. Eh, you become desperate with the matter of your life. You are joking. You know, the other day, a woman came to me and complained and complained and complained and complained. I said, oh, we are having three days fasting and prayer. Don't. So join us. And the person said, you know, I don't, this fasting thing, I don't know how to fast. I said, ah, no problem. No problem. The thing never bites you well. Oh, that's the truth. People are not serious with the matters of their life. They only complain about it. There is a difference between seriousness and complaining. When you are serious, we will see it in your desperation telling you, telling me you cannot fast for three days. When the Bible says, this can't out, not by fasting, by prayer. Jesus looked at his life, 30 years, no results. Nobody thought it. The Spirit of God moved in. He fasted for 40 days. Then he came out. Something changed. There are some things in your life that will not change until you become serious. And how do you become serious? You will listen for the message, We will smell it in you. Yeah, we will smell the message, you listen to message of healing, eh? even if you, at a point, you begin to quote it. Aha, uh-huh, we know you are now serious. When I needed to change something, level. Nobody, I said, I wait for that 19-minute message. 10 years, challenge of my life was broken. Yeah. Over 10 years, every day, every day, every day, I see your level changing from tonight. How many points do you have? Three. Final one tonight is keep God's word in the midst of your heart. He said, He said there. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. Keep it in the midst of thy heart. Do you know what it means to keep it in the midst of your heart? Keep. The, because the Bible says in verse twenty-three, "Keep your guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows what the issues of what there are some. Med- Do you know that when you take a medicine, it doesn't work until it gets to the digest and get to the bloodstream. Most medicine will not work until it enters the bloodstream." So when you take the medicine, it doesn't work in your stomach. It has to be digested. It becomes part of the thing that goes into your blood. Then begin to fight. Until the word of God enters your spirit, it cannot produce results. And that one, you have to hear, rehear, sacrifice every other thing and keep hearing and hearing and hearing. Ask Lady P for instance, the message I gave to her, she knows the importance. She did not listen to anything for those 50, the first 50 times she listened to that message. She did not listen to anything again. Anything again. There was, she told me recently that this thing, for 18 years, I've been trying to achieve it. And while she was listening to the thing, the inspiration came. Oh, that thing my 19-minute message ah, I'm telling you. Bam! She came and shared it. I said, that's it. I said, that's why I don't want anybody to useless it. You'll not see me post it or talk about it. Now that I, I know some of you want to come and meet me, I told you, if I don't know, but even when I see people, I must sense those who are hungry. Are you ready to listen for it 100 times. Said, are you sure? Then I will put a course. But don't listen to this message all the time. You will not hear anything. Oh, because I don't want to hear useless what is precious to me. And come and tell me that I, I listened to that message, nothing changed. You know, I, I don't bring yourself. Something is always changing. Keep at it. always changes. From tonight, I see you developing the heart of hearing. The last time you move around without hearing the message, the word of God is that last time. From today. Go for the messages. In your house. Stop all this ajashku and linko. It has only just you. It has not linked you to anything. <laughs> Get ready for the thing that will bring real changes in your life. The word of God. So tonight you are going to pray, Lord, Lord, help me to develop the discipline to be a hearer of your word. I just want us to pray, Lord, no more heavy wordliness, whatever it is, Lord, tonight, if you desire it, you will have it. Lord, help me to, from tonight, 2021, my life cannot be the same. The discipline to become a hearer of the word. Everywhere. The discipline to be until the word enters into my heart. Lord, let that discipline be my portion. Can we stand to our feet tonight? Are you ready to pray? And talk to the Father. Some of you also have gone higher than this. But it's not too late. I said it's not too late. That man said, when he challenged his friend at 65 to begin to listen, that friend at 65 started a company and was making over $300 million per annum. A company started at 65. I'm challenging you tonight. It's not too late for you. That's why God brought you here. It's not too late for you. It's not too late for you. Recently, I told one of our leaders, I said, you, you have now developed the art of listening. I told him, now listen to this one. Listen, listen to this one. He then, after about one year of listening before my very eyes, the life of the person changed. Then I said, You know, you sending you to a business school, even if it's outside Nigeria, you are now going to go for it because now I know that you will not be a wasted investment. I told the person, No, you have, it's time for you to go to a business school because you have got you have developed the discipline of overcoming disadvantaged in life through the act of hearing there is no one that cannot be great all you need is focus all you need is focus this medicine of God's word says it shall be else to all thy flesh it means it's going to transform your life I told somebody the other time, the person was complaining, I said, get a phone that can make you get message. You see, just like I told somebody who was blind some months ago spiritually, was not seeing vision, was not seeing dreams. I said, let me give you some message. Imagine if you don't have a phone. You, You prefer to invest in a car that's a car that cannot some of you invest in a lot of things, but you have not invested in the heart of listening. I would rather prefer you sell some things to buy a phone that can make you listen to message now. Because that investment will pay you back within one year. I'm telling you. It will pay you back within one year. I would rather... Somebody come in this. I said, Pastor, I, have deleted, I have deleted my Instagram I'm my Instagram. Delete this. List. Now I want to concentrate. I said, "Watch what will happen to your life. What what will happen? To, watch what will happen to your life. Watch what will happen to your life." Recently, I gathered some people since last week Monday in fasting and prayer. I said, Fast, "Can you fast with me for five days without food?" said, now, nah, all of you, just a few of them. So I began to gather them in my house every day, fasting without food, and I was giving them what to listen to. By the defiance, we are able right now, we are coming up, that's I told people on Friday, say, watch what will happen from the month of May in this church. You will not recognize this church again. Because we are coming up with a lot of things just by cultivating that attitude of let's be there and listen, listen, listen. This thing we are listening here, let's do it. Listen. We are able to see a lot of things more clearly. Your miracle is just a voice away. Your miracle is just a voice away. It's time for you to become serious. You are not as young as you used to be. You are not as young as you used to be. You cannot waste life. There is only one life. It's only PlayStation that have two life, three life. But in real life, it's only one life. You waste it, it's done for. That road you are going, some people have gone there. Don't go and learn dancing from a mechanic. If you want to learn dancing, go and learn from a good dancer. You are not the first person to desire to be successful. So tonight, we are praying for ourselves. Tonight, you know, we take the communion every last month to usher us into a new month. Whatever has made you waste days, weeks, time, in the month of April, will not succeed in the month of May. (laughs) You will not live a wasted life again from tonight. I say you will not live a wasted life again from tonight. You will not live a wasted life again from tonight. In the name of Jesus. Are you ready now? Are you ready to pray for yourself? Lord. I want to pray for everything that has made usher darkness into your life. First and foremost, let's pray concerning the thing that has ushered darkness into our life. Recently, I saw I was in church. Then somebody came to church. The person was sitting at the back there. Then the Holy Spirit whispered to me, this brother is unstable in his life because of what he has heard. I told my wife, I said, that guy was sitting somewhere far. He's not in church today, so don't think too fast. Stop looking around. It was very clear. I said, what he has heard is what is making him unstable. That when the devil wants to destroy your life, he opens your ears to hear wrong thing. So I want you to pray with Luke, that scripture first tonight. We are going to pray. This is time of communion. We are going to pray with Luke. He said, "If your eyes be full of light, Luke chapter eleven, verse thirty-five. Give me Luke eleven thirty-five. Luke eleven thirty-five. We are praying with it. Luke eleven thirty-five. Very quickly." Where, who is there? Take it therefore that the light which is in thee be not darkness. Lord, whatever has turned the light in my life to darkness, everything I've hear, heard, everything I've heard that i seen that have turned the light in my life to darkness today by the blood of Jesus. purge me. Punch me, poach me, poach me No more darkness in my life Lift your voice and pray for yourself, everybody Lift your voice and just talk to God We are praying right now We are praying right now Take heed That the light which is in thee be not darkness Lord, everything that has come to darkness in my life Through my carelessness of, about things I listen to I've been watching, Lord. Tonight, watch me by the blood of Jesus. Pray for yourself tonight. Pray for yourself tonight. Pray for yourself tonight. Take heed that your light in your life be not turned to darkness. It's not everything you can hear anymore. It's not everything you can hear anymore. Take heed to what you hear. Jesus said in Luke eight eighteen, Lord. Whatever I've had, that I've ushered darkness into my life by the precious blood of Jesus tonight, punch me, porch me, Lord, porch me, Lord, punch me, Lord, as the Lord will point you through the precious blood of Jesus. Pray for yourself tonight. Every darkness in your life, by the blood of Jesus tonight, let them be purified. Talk to God tonight. Ma da ya ala dala busha baya ya lele Seria ba ya dala ba ya dala bara ba ya lele lele ba ya dasha bala bara ba ya You are too loud. Shenda ya dala bara ba lele Zonda ya Potata le tanebara ma adashamba ya baba. Iyanda musaba ya gasi karaba ya nelele. ka ya baba. Iyanda rabaya baba baba. rabaya maya bala baba. Rabaya ndoshi ba adoya. Zamba ayandele. Zamba ayandele. Zaba ya Zaba Zere Adashindayanda yanda liketarian Baba. ya ba baba. rapa atazito le 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 le, zeta le atadaya ndolema anderi la ba la zeta lindo, zeta lindo, lindo, zele lindo, ayana Sankhaba, ha ba ya
0: ba
1: In Jesus' name we have prayed. This year I'm going you are going to pray these two prayer points that changed my life this year. When I'm not exaggerating, these two prayer points I'm about to give you even changed the way I preached. Changed everything about my life. I can tell you the day I prayed this prayer. I was in my office on that Sunday. We are having the Air Force meeting in the evening, and I prayed these two prayer points. In less than two months, my life has changed with the speed of five years in two months. Recently, I'm among the people that Benehine has been having meeting with on Zoom. Is an answer to this prayer. If you would take this prayer point seriously. If you will take this prayer point seriously, and you pray from the depth of your heart, something will change because it it, it changed in my life. I saw the hunger in most of you. That's why I want to. In fact, as I was, I never honestly speaking, the Lord sees my heart. I never planned, I have never thought of giving any living person these prayer points. But as I was praying, I believe the Lord just dropped it in my spirit. Even not Pastor Joe or not all. It's my, my, the prayer point in my secret place. This is the prayer point I believe. Better than a lot of things you guys are enjoying now. Yes. But you see, I tell you, I don't give things to people that would not value it. There are two. There are three, but I will give you two. And is that one for the day of judgment? Prayer point number one. Say so with me, Father, grant unto me the grace to stay, to stay until I am made by your word, made by your spirit. Say so with me, Father, grant unto me the grace to stay until I am made by your word, made by your spirit, in the name of Jesus lift your voice and pray father grant unto me the grace to stay stay with you stay with your presence stay in you until i am made by your word made by your spirit lord grant me the state the grace of the staying power until i am made by your word made by your spirit made by your word made by your spirit Made by your word, made by your spirit, made by your word, made by your spirit. Pray for the grace to stay, stay in His presence. Stay with the messages. Stay with the messages. He's going to send to you until you are made by His word, made by His spirit, 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 made by His word, made by His spirit.
0: The grace to stay
1: Stay with you oh God Stay with the messages Until I am made by your word Until I am made by your spirit Lord grant unto me the grace to stay It may be one message you need to stay with for three months It may be one message you need to stay with for one year Pray for the grace to stay with it Until you are made by his word. Made by his spirit. Made by his word. Made by his spirit. Tired of the status quo. There's gotta be more than this. I'm tired of the status quo. There's gotta be more than this. I'm tired of the status quo. Yeah, 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 That's gotta something is taking place tonight. 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 I am a handa higara ya dasata yanda ekala baya kata shagur te ya baba iya baka za tole baba iya daraba ya ya baya kata ya In Jesus' name, we are praying. The the next prayer point. Say with me, Father, the materials and the resources I need that will give me knowledge and light for my next level. I cry by the spirits. Bring them to me. Send them to me. Say it again, Father, the materials and the resources I need That will give me knowledge. That will give me knowledge. And lights. For the next level of my life. I cry by the Spirit. Bring them to me. Send them to me. One more time. Say, Father. The materials. And resources. I need. That will give me knowledge and light for the next level of my life. I cry by the Spirit. Bring them to me. Send them to me. Listen, if you joke with anything, don't joke with this one. I told told you, you are the first person that will ever give this prayer prayer point since I had an encounter with it. I lie not. On heaven, I lie not. This prayer point has led me into things in recent time. If you are sensitive, you realize that even the way I preach has changed. If you are very sensitive. God himself led me to some... How did, how did I know when I told you that? If you are not seeing vision and have take this material and pam, things began to change in his life. I was fellowship with a man of God called Derek Prince recently in one of his books. Boom. The, These are people I've been hearing about saints. Bishop that kept talking about them, but they never happened to me because the day I prayed this prayer. Oh, with tears and alcohol, I cried unto God. I was tired of I wanted something more with my life. Then God began to open my eyes to the people. He sent He began to send me the materials. He began to send me with materials. I'm studying, I'm doing some lessons on Greek recently. I would never have done it. Take a lesson on Hebrew and Greek. I have been a battle for over 13 years. I have never done it. Or when I was listening to another man, BOOM! Something the name, Take Greek lesson now and Hebrew lessons. Now, I would never have hungered for it. For 13 years, i never hungered for it how to pray for finances until I was fellowshipping with Kenneth Egan on one of his materials some days ago. And as I was fellowshipping, I, lay, I was in my, I was, in, I was running on my treadmill in my gym, running on my treadmill. I, I put the thing there and all of a sudden the words have been praying for finances not serious. It came my like God. I said, now I know how to. I can never stop to pray about finances anymore. And you heard the testimony. You have been in. How many times have I prayed that people are coming to share a testimony about finances? It was a light. I left everything rushed there. This thing is true. God is going to send the materials to you. Daniel encountered the book of Jeremiah and said, This was it. We can never be in this land of slavery anymore. It was the one that paid them out of slavery. One encounter with the book of Jeremiah. Daniel said, we can never be slave again. And that was it. Then the book of Daniel began to show up. Josiah encountered the word that was spoken about him. And he said, now I know what to do. What are the things God has said about you? They are written somewhere. There is a There is a message concerning your life somewhere, but you may not know. Everybody have a message for your destiny somewhere, but you do not know. You may not know. There is a transcript for your life. He said, before I, you were born, I formed it in your mother's womb. And I've made you a prophet to the nation. Your life, there is a message for you. Until you locate it, you keep living in frustration. So I want you to pray this with only anger. With only anger, Lord. If there is anything you will do for me in this season. The resources, the, the materials, the resources I need that will give me knowledge and light for the next level of my life. I cry by the Spirit, bring them to me. So say to me, Father, the materials and the resources I need that will give me knowledge. Lights for the next level of my life, I cry by the Spirit. Bring them to me, send them to me now. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and talk to God. Let that be your heart prayer. Father, the materials and the resources I need that will give me knowledge and light for the next level of my life and ministry, I cry by the Spirit bring them to me now, send them to me now, bring them to me now, send them to me now, Father, the materials and the resources I need that will give me knowledge and light for the next
0: Thank you Jesus Holy Holy
1: If you are sick in any part of your body, I want to touch that place right now.
0: If you are sick in
1: any part of your body, just place your hand there right now. The power of God is coming to you now to make you old. It's time for you to receive your healing. It's time for you to receive your healing.
0: Where well, there is a lamb. Well,
1: of infirmity holding you captive. every spirit of infirmity afflicting your body, I command them to live now in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of infirmity that have brought sickness or disease to your body, Afflicting any area or as touching your life, I command thou foul spirit of infirmity to leave your bodies now in the name of Jesus. Receive healing for your body now. Receive healing for your bodies now every ailment, every affliction, you are hereby declared, delivered from it now in the name of Jesus. Whatever is called sickness or disease is hereby commanded to leave your body now in the name of Jesus. Every psychosomatic disorder every gynecological issues every ophthalmological issues every disease of the heart and of the womb every disease of the blood strain, every disease of the blood vessels cancer tumor whatever pain in your leg or in your body arthritis waist pain headache cold fever Right now, ending of such things and beyond, whatever represents sickness in your body and disease, you are hereby declared totally healed and delivered now in the name of Jesus Christ.
0: Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. Your
1: healing now. Your healing now. I call it done. Death year be opened in the name of Jesus.
0: Amen.
1: Total blindness and partial blindness begin to see clearly now in the name of Jesus. well, begin to speak in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every crippled career, crippled business, crippled life, rise up and walk again in the name of Jesus. Amen. I command you in
0: the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Amen. Rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus.
1: You are healed. You are healed. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus precious name I have prayed. Now whatever you cannot do before. Now begin to exercise your faith and your persuasion and your conviction in the truth of God's word you are healed now do whatever you cannot do before even as we can to sing that song for the next few seconds whatever you cannot do before begin to do it right now check your body check your body check your body come on sing with me check your body right now Exercise your faith in the name of Jesus.
0: You, Lord,
1: if you are home watching online, check Lord, your body right I now. Do whatever you cannot do before.
0: Thank you, Jesus. You are holy. Amen.
1: Father, I thank you for healing your people. For the Son of Righteousness has risen over us with healing in His wings. I thank you for the healing power of God that is flowing into the life of God's people right now. Thank you for the healing race that is penetrating into every life. I declare your people healed Because you are the Lord that healeth us. And return all the glory back to you tonight. In Jesus' mighty name. Shout a louder, amen. 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 Say with me, I am healed. Now we are going to come before the communion of healing. He said, unless you eat my body and drink of my blood and eat of my body. Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood ye have no life in you. Before we go home tonight, we are going to quickly take the communion. We are taking the communion. Right now, we are taking the communion. Psalm 105, verse 37 to 38 says, "He brought them forth also with silver and gold, and there was not one feeble person among them. How did he achieve that? He made all of them eat the Passover meal before they left. And every one of them that ate the Passover, the Bible said there was not one of them that was feeble. The secret was the Passover. He said, eat it before you leave Egypt now. Eat this meal before you eat Egypt, leave Egypt now. And there was not one that was feeble among them. The last time you will be feeble was the last time from today you are rising above whatever makes you feeble in life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever makes your body feeble, weak, whatever makes your life feeble, your career feeble, by this communion, you are hereby declared delivered in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You shall not be feeble again. Amen. Father, I thank you for this communion table. Thank you for the bread that we eat. Is it not the communion of the body of Jesus? The cup of blessing that we drink is it not the communion of the blood of Christ. Father, I now declare this holy sacrament. sanctified, set aside for your use. The bread that we eat becomes the body of Christ today. The thing that we drink becomes the blood of Christ today. It shall be health to our body and restoration of health in the name of Jesus. I bless this body and blood of Christ that as we partake of it, there shall not be anyone called feeble among us again. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. The body of Jesus. The blood of Jesus.
0: Holy oh
1: we were taking the communion and we'll go now to you for what you have done for us and in our lives. Thank you for setting our hearts ablaze. Thank you for your healing power. Thank you for your revelation power. Thank you for the dawn of a new day. We thank you for the mighty testimonies of what you have done that is showing forth already. We return all the glory back to you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. And the saints of God shout, Shout a louder word. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus.
0: We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please cover our website at www.altisweetedangel.com May God bless you.